All right, we're back. Um, just took our brief intermission to uh, grab myself. I'm finally feeling like I think the second coffee can already. <laughs> Caffeine. Mm. What, the co- what do we got on schedule now? What's on? What's on? At the, the college, list of they said I was chemically dependent. <laughs> <laughs> they said if you have more than ten cups of coffee a day, you might be chemically dependent. No, you are. Yeah, <laughs> My early twenties, I was drinking like six a day. Oh, I was. I was up. It to was ten. crazy. I was up to ten, and but I can yeah. still. But now, like I, depending on the time of year, if I come home and I'm pretty tired, like I'll, I'm in the fall, mm. I'll get home. I won't get home till six because I go to practice right after. Yeah. I could have no problem having a coffee at nine o'clock and sleeping like a baby. Right to bed, yeah. I used to tired. be. I used to be able to do that, but I know I'm committing myself to a lot of work tonight uh, <laughs> by having a coffee at this time. <laughs> Things change as you get older. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you uh, got to get up at four thirty a.m. every every night to take a pashat. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking it's, aggravating. It's 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 crazy. You know, like you you think in your twenties. My father used to tell me. He say he say you know in your twenties you think you're invulnerable. You know, like there's nothing. And I remember, I remember hurting myself in my twenties meant snapping back instantly. You yep. know, the next day. Well, but think about university, not college, because you guys are different. Wow. Okay, <laughs> no. okay I believe it. I went. To, I went, to, you, I about, went to university. But, but think about you. But you went to cathedral too, and you went to Brock. Oh, oh, you went, oh, you went you to Brock. It's almost like going to York. You're an academic snob. Uh, <laughs> that's what you all are. All kidding aside, you remember back in school though, yeah. you could go drink Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. And wake up Sunday not that bad off. Yeah. Now I have I'll have like three beers and wake up and I'm like, I don't. Th- what is that? What is happening? Oh, yeah. I don't feel too good. Like three beers and a cigar after yeah. after a game in the fall. I'm like, what's going on? My 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 body warns me the very next day. Don't you dare do that again. Yeah. <laughs> and what? for the record, I'm only 28. What were so you? Are you? Yeah. I'm only 28. What? What? Uh, what, what hold what? on a second. Get out of my house. I will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, because you're 28, you go get the old guys a coffee, <laughs> and you're paying for yeah. it. What the hell? <laughs> and you're paying for it. Right, you know, we did. You now we were going to talk about a couple of subjects. You had mentioned uh, earlier how uh, the, the, I snagged st- the, the web- stolen Webley. Webley, the stolen Webley. Okay, it's not really stolen. So everybody settle really, down. It's not really stolen. Well, you know what? He, he, you scooped it. Well, I shouldn't say you scooped it. Let me let me let me clarify. <laughs> so I I purchase this uh, war torn, completely finished, removed. You know, obviously seen signs of being in battle with those uh, three, three notches. notches cut into the handle. Explain I, the three notches for everybody. Well, you know, this in this Webley Mark Six, uh, chambered in four five five Webley, which is a pretty big gun. It's got three notches, and it was used during World War One. Uh, you know, it, it was from nineteen sixteen. So chances are, it was there. It was one of the early ones uh, in the war. And so, you know, I've got this one with this horrible finish, but I discover how much I love Webleys. You know, like in shooting Webleys, <laughs> they're a neat gun. They're they're really a funny. Yep. They're a really fun gun to shoot, and uh, they're unique they, in a few different yeah, ways. Yeah, like they, they break open uh, and snap in half and kick out spent casings, and they're they're exciting to operate. And they've got a huge bore with this giant projectile. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> you can. I can outrun. Watch. You yeah, can yeah, watch it running down. It, 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 yeah, you look at it, it's like holy Christ, you, and it's like. 
In many, like, yeah, you hear this pop come out of the end of the gun, and then you see, you can see it. You can actually see the bullet uh, traveling downrange. <laughs> it's moving that slow. But they're really fun guns to shoot. And, of course, I discover how much I love the design and the great history. And uh, one one turns up, uh, you know, almost immediately uh, upon my decision uh, made to have myself a really nice one. You know, because uh, I really like this one uh, with the notches, but I'd like to get a nicer looking one. So I, you know, uh, purchase it. Uh, the way uh, people do online and uh, provide, you know, all the necessary proof that I'm a licensed individual. And I, I see pictures of the gun, but there's a bit of glare in the uh, photograph. I don't know if his flash went off or what, but, you know. <laughs> bad um, lighting. Yeah, back, poor backlighting, whatever. It, 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 it kind of looked like it, you know, eh, you know, okay, it looked okay. But it had all, the, you know, he said it had like 90, uh, 98% bluing or more. And I thought, okay, well, then, you know, some people's, you know, idea of what's a good grade and what's not. But this thing turns up, but not before I have my very first conversation with the Webley guy who tells me that, you know what, I'd like to own a Webley. That's a really cool design. And, and, and of course, I couldn't resist the idea of like, well, I just happen to know where one has come up. And I, I have, you know, this other one coming if you want it. And, you know, I got a good price on it. And uh, you agreed to it. Yep. Pretty yep. quickly. Instantly. Uh, the values were different then. They were a lot less than they are now. And uh, I didn't feel too bad about I really didn't know enough about it yet. Had, the, had I known more. But, but when this thing arrives. <laughs> okay, so I've already agreed. Is that the one that was that, tr that trigger? No, 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 no. That's a different no, story. That's no, a different that's, story. That's, different, that's a different gun. This this was um, a gun I had ordered, and it hadn't even arrived yet now. He's contacted me telling me how much he'd like to own a Webley. And I... I say you can have this one you know i hear it's in pretty good shape and um you know he agrees to the price uh which is exactly what i paid for it and so <laughs> then it arrives right so i take delivery of this mark six webley and i open up the uh, <clears throat> container to see that it is the most beautiful, <laughs> beautiful museum-grade example of a Webley Mark VI I've ever seen. Yep. It is, it, like, the bluing is perfect. It looks like it just rolled off the assembly line. Yep. Never even shot. It, like, forget never shot. Perfectly preserved. Yep. You know, not like it, it was. It was just amazing. So I opened it up, and now I'm committed, right? So, <laughs> so he's already agreed that he's taking possession of it. So I begin. You know, I, I have to begin the process of initiating the transfer into his ownership before I can give over possession. And that's the way it works in Canada with restricted firearms. You have to seek permission, and there's a waiting period, and then they do a bunch of checks, and then they they issue a transfer. And and that's the way you know these firearms are uh, you know changing hands. It's it's very safe. They've definitely got a system that works very well. Yep. Okay. But here I am in the middle of this, uh, <clears throat> you know, the beginnings of this process, and I contact him and I say, like, do you still want it? <laughs> you said it three times. I, I you asked him, like, me three separate times. I messaged, are you sure you still want it? Are you sure it? you still want it? Right. And, you know, like, there's other guns you can get. <laughs> you know, like, you know, I'm sure we could find, like, you, do you have your heart set on a four, five, five Yes. Minutes, five minutes later. So you're still confident with the yeah. purchase. Yeah. And, and, of course, the Webley guy says, I. Uh, nope, don't you even think about it. <laughs> and, of course, I have to give over care of this new Webley. And that's, and that's where I met you that uh, first that time. That was the first range. time. Yeah, first time you know, we decided to go to the range uh, to perform the exchange. And uh, I remember, 
you know, your eyes lighting up when you saw that thing. Like, oh, <laughs> it was phenomenal. It's still phenomenal. I love it. Yeah, it's it's really a cool piece, and it's definitely a great part of firearm military, uh, you know, and Canadian history. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they were the official sidearm um, for uh, British Commonwealth troops, and Canada was part of that. To the fifties. So, yeah, yeah. You know, and and there's definitely definitely a lot of great history there, and uh, the Webley design is is one of the ones that I, uh, I encourage everybody to get into if you're uh, interested in something really cool and collectible and fun to use uh they're, they're, they're reasonably at, priced yeah they're still those they're, they're still, still still reasonably priced yes. yeah and, and if you get into reloading they're it's pe- even cheaper they're, they're peanuts to run <laughs> and so and and you know what the cartridges that they fire typically are not too uh, punishing on no. on on the conditions of the guns don't seem to change all that much if you just take care of them uh the pressures are really low and so they don't kick a whole lot although i understand the british troops complained that the uh, the Mark Six was a bit <laughs> of a recoil jump. was hard, yeah. oh, God, which, recoil. Which, is, which you'll find shocking when you, <laughs> you know, if you ever get the chance to fire one. But yeah, like yeah. how soft were their hands? That, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it 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 really is a, a cool pistol uh, to own. If you're a collector out there uh, anywhere and you haven't tried a Webley yet, please uh, get out there and do it. You uh, won't regret it. If you're like any of us or Tiny Mike, uh, we got to get him on at some point. <laughs> yes, yep. all right, he's vying for that top spot. Uh, you know. We're definitely uh, going to see a showdown at some point. I, I think we might have. To... We might have. Might wind up having Webley East and Webley West. Oh <laughs> yeah, I like that's that. Good. Ew, that's good. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, moving right along, what what else have we got here uh, on the agenda? I know that I was hoping to talk about a couple of things. Just uh, pardon me if I scroll for a second. Let's see here. Oh yeah, the uh, leadership race. All right, uh, I know we've Love talked it. about that. Get Love your it. ballot back. Yeah, you know what? Get your ballot filled out. Okay. Send it. Send it. Send it but in. But above it, all, before you send it, make sure you are fully informed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Don't just put put it down because your friends voting the same way and if you're not sure make sure you 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 look at all four candidates yeah you know what i think i think there's some great contenders in this race i certainly have my favorites uh you know you have yours i'm sure coach nick uh you uh webley guy i've definitely got yours you know i got a chance to get out the um the nylon Apache. That was the other gun that I was hoping to talk about. If you haven't uh, spent any time shooting one of these, uh, they're a vintage firearm. Uh, you know, made it looks a, like made something a, you get at the dollar store in the toy yeah, section. Like is it, it from Sears? Yeah, like <laughs> it, Sears. It, it, the Remington. Remington started making that, you know, get that in a ratchet wrench. Ratchet <laughs> wrench on the same day. <laughs> Times were different back then. They were. Yeah, and, and, and a quart of oil. Yes, you know, but but firing but firing this thing, uh, I was I was given uh, some ammunition. Uh, it was part of an estate, and I went. I went through. Uh, I'd never seen the name before, and I'll, I'm going to have to look it up again. But we decided to fire this 22 ammo. Is that the stuff right. you had yesterday? Yeah, those little black boxes. Wasn't it? Were they cool? It was 22 ammo. I don't know yeah. How, I don't well, know how, you know, it, I cool. noticed. How I, was it cool? I noticed it was noticeably quieter. <clears throat> Than, than most of the other stuff, they 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 weren't. They were cycling, like mm. like they're like a stand. There wasn't that. Like there wasn't that noticeable crack. Yeah, yeah. Well, they I, they obviously were uh, subsonics, and coming out of the coming out of the nylon sixty uh, six. Uh, Apache. We have that limited edition one. It was just so fun to watch it spit out sp- like spent casings while. And while you re- the thing you reload that thing kind of in in a neat way too. It's kind of. 
it's just, you, you got to hoop the ammo to, yeah, to load the yeah, thing. <laughs> yeah, if, if you've never seen the design before, you uh, you load it through the back of the gun, which is actually what? Really, yeah, you, you take you, out you hoop, the picture of it right now. You got to yeah, hoop the ammo. The, you you have to on, on the back of the gun. There's like um, do you remember you remember carnival guns back in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know they they would drop like little lead pellets in into the, bottom, the back yeah, end. The well, back. a lot of these guns, these these Apaches, were converted into uh, video game guns and carnival guns. And if you ever saw them, like, hook up a hose in the uh, 80s to the back of, a, like, a machine gun, lead-spitting, star-killing, you know, at the carnivals. Do you remember that? Remember the, the carnival, the carnivals with the guns? Oh, absolutely. Like, things were different back then. Like, we... They were real guns. They were real guns. Yeah, they were real guns that they had guns. converted to shoot, you know, little uh, lead pieces of pellet, and you would have to carve out this star. The idea was that you would carve out the star. A lot of uh, places made it very difficult to do that. <laughs> but uh, some people have figured it out. Uh, but but back then you had that. But I, I want to show you this video. Listen listen to this for a second. Ready? Oops. Oh, see now you got dead air. You're you killing it. The volume. Oh, the volume. Musical interview. Okay, wait, oh, you know, like, hold on, hold on. Ready? Here we go. It's awesome with that air. There's no. There's no. Yeah, you can do There's like no pain to that. Yeah, like it. Oh, that's me shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Little, little rapid yeah. fire there. Yeah, you know what? It, it's it's really it's really cool to see a semi-automatic rifle cycle out uh, such Stops, quiet which ammo. Is subs. Yeah, which is which is find. fun. Which is fun. There's a couple of models that do it. I'll have to check in with Gas Gas Rider again. He's yeah, got, Brent will know. Yeah, he'll know for sure. But uh, you know what? Spending spending some time at the range is really fun. Uh, back to our new shooter. You know, we uh, started him off, and a lot of people ask us that question. I, I've been asked that quite a few times, and it's worth uh, exploring really quickly. Taking somebody out to the range, we encourage everybody to do it. Uh, one of the things, though, that we want to see people avoiding is don't start them off with your favorite gun that might be a little bit too God, big. God, no. Yeah, that might be no. a little bit too big for them. Uh, if we don't want to... Um, incremental steps. Yeah, incremental steps is actually the best way to do it. If you take somebody out, if you've got an air gun, it's 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 fantastic to show them the fundamentals of safety and uh, put the least intimidating item in their hands, something that doesn't make a lot of noise. That's why 22s are typically... Great. Great way to start. Uh, yeah, great place to start. And uh, usually if you get the rules of safety down pad, you know, ingrained in somebody's mind, they pretty much can move up in small steps from there. Uh, you know, if you've got a three thirty eight Lapua rifle. <laughs> Don't go straight you to know, maybe, maybe not start with that. You know, yeah. You know, like if, if you decided that, you know, seven millimeter uh, belted magnums were a great way to show your 110 pound wife that how much how much fun this can be, you you might be making a mistake. You know, a lot of people really just blow past and, that one. And, and you might not be getting any for a while. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like you don't want to put in her on her ass. Yeah. yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really important that, you know, you start people off small and you build up uh, gradually and uh, work, you know, work their way up. I mean, it's, it's really cool to see people bringing all the elements together uh, before you kind of move on to the next caliber. And that's, that, that for me is, you know, it usually has to be a nine millimeter. I really do wish it was a 32, mm -hmm. you know, or, or in some cases a 25 even. Like, it'd be really cool to- 25s are sweet. Yeah, they're, they're sweet. So, you know what? They're so much fun to shoot. They got a little bit of pop in you them. Get a th you can go to 380 though. Yeah, but even- but It's even three, the same. 380. <clears throat> still have more punch to it. Yeah, you know, if, if, I, if you spend any amount of time around uh, 32 ACP, 
uh, you would it's appreciate like it's like you, you would appreciate how fun it is to shoot. It's like it's like a it's like an air gun that makes noise. Like it, it just sort of pops in your hand, and it's they are really typically they're the short guns, the ones that are they're from that twelve six prohibited class. So they have really short sight uh, radiuses, and they're really easy to kind of you know swing bullets a foot off target if you're you know kind of hand fisted. You really do have to have a good degree of control uh, to operate them. But the, the calibers though, like thirty two is a fun caliber to shoot. So there's still some Olympic pistols that are allowable by law that have 32 uh, caliber ammunition. That's why I still sell 32. Yeah, yeah. And and you know what? Uh, Quite honestly, they're exempt in law. Uh, I think there's a lot of, you know, great firearms that fire that caliber that are being lost. Is that the Scorpion caliber? Yeah, it is. It is. It's It's the Colt hammerless uh, cartridge, yes. you know, uh, it's it's uh, the PPK. You know, a lot of them are in thirty-two. And, baby Browning, you know, baby Browning. Uh, you know, actually, no, the, the is the baby Browning. Is oh no, that's twenty-five. That's, that's 25. twenty-five. Yeah, you know, th- there's, but there's so many great guns that come in these, you know, uh, subcalibers, if you want to call them that, that are really great to shoot. And a lot of in a lot of cases, they're really um, collectible pieces in there as well. And yep. th- that that segment of the market is, you know, gradually in in some respects. Uh, dying apart. off, yeah. You know, like if you if you own something, you know, if something was manufactured rather prior uh, to 1947, it, it can be uh, you know willed down. But there's 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 items that are post 1947 that are just as significant that are not like. Right to the melting pot. Right to the melting pot they go, you know. So it, it's the system's in place to see, you know, an entire category of, of firearm history destroyed, which is really unfortunate. And, uh, you know, if you've ever had a chance to shoot a PPK, there's nothing like oh it. Oh, my God, there's so much fun. It's, yeah. So much fun. You know, that 12-6 class is, is just fantastic. And uh, for for a, a lot of people with smaller hands, uh, I've noticed that we've, when we've taken the ladies out and they've tried them. They love them. They love them. Love them. You know, they love them. And a lot of them were marketed uh, back in the day as personal defense uh, firearms for yep. ladies. You know, the vest pocket, you know, was meant to sit in a gentleman's vest pocket or, you know, in a lady's purse. Like, that's what they were meant for. And uh, they were marketed that way. Now they're confined, you know, more or less to the status of collectibles. Although I'm sure there's an American right there out there somewhere <laughs> right now standing it. on a chair saying, my wife it. still carries hers. Right. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, like, you got to wonder how many of those little tiny guns are, you know, in purses across uh, America. The uh, the Americans definitely have you know a different way of living than we do up here in Canada, and and some of them find it very difficult to wrap their minds around the, the concept that we don't have the right mm-hmm. to have to firearms. Do that to right to you know, arms. yeah, and and you know. Canadian history is a little bit different, and certainly Canadian culture is a little bit different. And uh, you know these differences, uh, you know, in, in many cases, you know, you could you could question, you know, what it is that they're doing in terms of public safety at times. But uh, but ultimately, there's a lot of good stuff in there. I'm I'm in agreement with uh, storage law laws as they yes, said. You yep. know, like I like the idea of firearms being uh, in an unloaded state when not in use, and uh, you know, certainly locked away out of uh, reach of Children hands or- hands that may yeah. So and in a lot of ways, Canadian laws make do make sense. Uh, I think though that there could be some fine tweaking that could improve some changes, some good yeah, changes. Yeah, you know, I think that there's always room for improvement, and I think that there's a way to maximize public safety while mm-hmm. not um, intruding too greatly on the lives of good people just wanting to enjoy their property. Uh, I think that you can manage that uh, with the correct approach uh, to the Firearm Act. You know, which of course we hope is going to be rewritten one day. 
hopefully soon. Yeah, and that's going to require everybody to, uh, of course, uh, select the leader first. And uh, whoever it is that gets uh, picked, I would recommend that we throw our weight entirely behind that candidate. Everybody, every single person. Regardless of who it is. I'm, I'm only interested in the win, so I have I have my pick, uh, you know, for the leadership race. But at the same time, you know, uh, I, like I, I'm primarily focused on the win. I know that nothing really happens if we don't win. So we have to go with the most electable opponent. And I think most people have figured this out, out at this point. Um, Going with the person who will uh, best appeal to the largest number of demographics across the country and uh, voter de- voting demographics, yeah, yes. voting demographics voting. is 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 how we're going to win this thing. And uh, for anybody out there that's uh, standing on their chair right now, screaming, uh, you know, I'll vote the way you know my heart tells me and be true to myself. I I get it. You like, could be sinking us, right? I uh, you know what though? I totally totally understand the concept but, of I'm uh, sticking to my principles. I but, but it doesn't take away from the fact that they might be undermining the, the Canadian entire, society. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like that's what you got to look at. Is is it going to cost the entire team the win? You, you got to be a team player. Yeah. yeah, and I've had more people come to me in the last, you know, few weeks saying, you know, ordinarily I would not shelve my values uh, and principles, but you know, right now. But but I'm giving priority to the win, and I want us to dethrone the Trudeau government. And I think that a lot of people get it at this point. Uh, we've got some great candidates. I'll definitely say that, you know, uh, a lot of them in there are looking fantastic. Uh, I, I like O'Toole's delivery. Uh, I definitely think that Ms. Lewis, you know, is a fantastic candidate. And uh, she certainly is a, a very bright woman. And uh, I'm looking forward to the day, actually, I might get a chance to meet her. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. All, uh, all kidding aside, she seems like a lovely woman. Um, you know, I, I have my feelings about you know who best serves uh, the needs uh, of, of everybody. Of everybody. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to do the one uh, one issue voting thing. Um, you no, know, you I'm, can't. I'm, I'm primarily focused, you know, on one thing in my life, but that doesn't mean that I should ignore everything else. So I, I get the need to uh, you know vote for the hero we need, not the uh, you know one we want necessarily sort of approach to this whole situation. Batman over here. Yeah, you like that, eh? <laughs> you know, I could have done the voice. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> <Hey>. So, anyway. <laughs> you know, I knew it wasn't going to be long before this podcast would start to deteriorate. Okay, hold on. All right, so I'm going to just quickly go into uh, into this one more time here. And I'm going to look uh, to see. There's, I know there was one other topic that I was really hoping to talk about. You know, you, um, oh, you know what? We should definitely finish the uh, new shooter. Uh, you know, so so we built him up from 22 to, uh, you know, 38 Smith & Wesson to 9 millimeter to, like, I mean, we, we went right into 45 long cold. No, no, he had 40. Oh, yeah, sure. That's 40. right. He shot, he shot 40 as well. I noticed that that's when he, things started to fall apart. He was really doing well, and his and groups were, were pretty good, you know, with the 22 and with the 38 uh, Smith and Wesson. But as soon as he got into uh, nine, <laughs> right? It, he did okay. On the he plate. Did, no, 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 no. He did, on he the did, plate? No, 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 no. Absolutely, absolutely. But, but it's funny. Watching people graduate from, uh, you know, kind of, if you, for lack of a better term, class to class, as you kind of go up the power scale, you can 
can see where people's uh, bodies start to react to the effects of a gun going off in their hand. The and yeah, nine millimeter uh, recoil, although many would argue is non-existent out there for all the tough guys. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, new it, shooters, it's, it's there. Yeah, it's well, there it's, for okay, new shooters. But depending on what kind of gun you're shooting it out true, of. True, true. I, I, you know what, and I, and I love that that styre design. A lot of people, you know, knock it and say that you know it's a poor man's Glock or whatever. Like I actually like that styre nine. Yeah, you, know, you have it's you, forty. Yeah, I, got I, know, I know yours. Yours is in forty, but I I like that design. The, the, like, the, the sighting system's a little bit different because it's triangular, right? Yeah. So, but other than that, like it's like I don't see. I don't. I, I never understood what the. Um, with the naysayers, why they're why they're tied? Well, just because I mean it, it's it's I, I think I only paid four twenty for that shit. Yeah, new. Yeah, oh yeah, brand new, and wow. with extra magazines. It's it's not an expensive gun. Like I mean, it's it's really it's and, really I mean, a, it's, it's Steyr. Like Steyr's not no yeah, slouch. Yeah, well they they're the great company that gave us they the made augs. A really nice og. They made the, which by the way, hats <laughs> up hats off the yeah. tango hats off the tango Mike yeah. for coming up with some of the best mem material meme yeah. material I've ever seen. <laughs> you know, uh, when I saw the, when I saw the picture of that og, oh, right, so leaning good. against the the letters UST, very, us, very creative, right? I, very it, creative. It, the letters UST were next to a, a, an og rifle <laughs> image or silhouette, you know, and it was like welcome to August, and I and I thought, wow, like this kid's creative, like he really, he really, he's, a, he's you know, what? he's a great competitor. He's uh, he's an intense guy, and I love spending time with Tango Mike seventy two uh, from Instagram. I haven't seen him in a long time i'm really looking forward to getting together with him but he comes up with some of the best material i've ever so seen funny. on so his funny. page yeah you know like he, he's just so much fun to watch uh you know as he does things that way but uh he also is the uh, proud owner of the uh, shotgun pistol yes and, he is know, we, we which hoping, i'm very mad about. we're hoping we're hoping to bring <laughs> that you're very right mad we're, we're we're gonna have to bring that thing out of retirement that thing very is shortly. I, yeah i've never shot that no, no. i don't never know shot that. You know, yeah, he's 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 nervous about 454 Casola. Like, I mean, he's building He's building his way up to it. You can shoot the 454. You're, you're fine. I got little hands. Yeah, I, got, I, got, I do. I have little kid hands. Soft. Soft. Oh, it's soft, not because of the pain. Soft. The pain, it's, it's not because I'm worried it's going to hurt. I just don't want to lose control of the thing. That's my concern. Okay. Well, we'll you know, only put one in the chamber for yeah, you. Yeah, there you go. Don't one worry, just one. one. Time. It doesn't matter if <laughs> one in the chamber. <laughs> so so we managed we managed to get this new guy out. And of course, after we teach him all the rules of safety and, and we you know he demonstrates that he can move up in the uh, power scale, we start handing him, you know, first different types of firearms to shoot. And he builds his way right up to, uh, you know, four, four, five, four Casol. Although we, we kind of thrust that one on him a little bit fast. He wanted it. He, he wanted it. He was like, you know, Dave, Dave put him up to it. He was like, he's like that one. Try well, that had, one now. In all fairness, he had a chance to witness it being shot before he, it wasn't just like, here, try this without any knowledge. Yeah. No, no, no. And, and when you're there with people that know what they're doing or they're supposed to anyway, uh, you, you, you should feel some confidence, yeah. right? Supposed, when, supposed when, to. Supposed to and and so we're we're having we're having a great time uh, at the range. He's gone right up the power scale. Big Ed shows up and he's of course uh, willing to indoctrinate and bring uh, bring a new inductee into the 460 Magnum Club at all times. Uh, that at all times. Yeah, yeah, you know what? He's he's really good that 
way and uh, gotta tip my hat to uh, Big Ed for being such a pillar of the firearm community he really really is a lot of fun to shoot he got got this new set super super black hawk single action 44 magnum I thought Red Hawk uh, is it super black hawk is it okay yeah I think it's the super black hawk because the single action uh, 44 magnum yeah you gonna look at that it packs a bit of a punch well well, yeah like because it's single action and everything's kind of locked up in place and and more importantly just the uh, just the grip uh, shape and angling makes it a bit of a handful I mean mean, it is 44 magnum but coming out of a single action gun it's like it's hold on you know like it definitely doesn't soak up the recoil the way uh, some of the uh, magnematics do but uh, Ed gets behind it, and he looks like a kid in a candy store. He can't stop laughing. He loves that new he thing. He loves it. He loves that Good new Lord. thing. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's always willing to share his passion for firearms uh, with uh, new members of the community, and uh, definitely been, you know, a fantastic friend to me. And uh, really looking forward to seeing him out in the line more often. But uh, after we get this kid through uh, his full day, you know, he shot some great pieces of uh, war history, uh, you know, in military history. We got him on a, uh, a Luger, uh, an artillery Luger. And oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And, and a Walther uh, P-38. And, of course, you know, he, he really enjoyed, uh, I noticed, the experience. Uh, you know, he never made it uh, any secret that he thought it was cool. And it was really nice to bring somebody kind of into this uh, that has never, you know, had an opportunity to shoot firearms. So if you've got, you know, good close friends and family, uh, colleagues and coworkers that you uh, perhaps like a lot and share uh, similar mindsets with, uh, definitely get them out to the range and uh, show them the kind of good, safe, clean fun we're having out there. It's uh, it's important to the survival of our community, if you ask me. Oh, 100%. 110%. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, on uh, one last note, I know there was something else. Let me just flip through my Rolodex of save, topics save here. Saving the best for last. Yeah, 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 yeah. One more time here. Hold on. Oh, that, that Browning High Power Stock. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know. It is quite beautiful. You know what? I, I Who gotta, found that for you? Know, Where did you find this that? Is, the, you know, this is, this, is, this is why I love having such fantastic friends. <laughs> is, you know, I, I acquire this uh, Inglis uh, manufacturer, Browning High Power. So this is, a, a, you know, one of the early uh, semi-automatic Browning High Powers from World War II. And it was made in Canada. And it's uh, known to be uh, quite the desirable collector's item. And so I uh, managed to come in possession of uh, one of these guns. And it's got the uh, slot cut in the back of the frame of the gun. Which is very rare. Yeah. Very rare. Right. Which really made me happy, you know, when I saw it. Because uh, you filled me in on some of the history. It's uh, one of the uh, Chinese contract pistols. So it was destined to uh, head over to China, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, at that point. In the war, I guess. They, will be fight, they were going to fight Japan. Yeah, they were going to fight Japan. And so I guess uh, this Canadian contract was uh, manufactured. How, like, do you remember how many pistols it was? 75,000 were supposed to head over there. Okay. Or 150,000. I can't remember. Yeah. And, and then uh, judging from the serial number on mine, mine was one of the first, uh, first 10,000. 10, I think they only took delivery of something like 4,000. 4,000 4, only made it over there. Four, so, so this is in the first batch, you know, uh, of production. And it's got this slot stock, uh, or stock slot, rather, 
cut in the back of it to accept a uh, wooden stock. They made for these guns this this wooden holster slash stock, and so this firearm sits inside this wooden cased. Uh, well, reminiscent of the broom handle. Yeah, yes. very, very, very much, very, very much, much so. like the broom handle uh, Mauser design. Uh, it, it accommodates this same style of wooden stock. And if you've ever affixed one of these stocks to the back of these guns, it actually really does make them uh, the coolest little pistol carbine. Carbine. Uh, yeah, really, really cool. And to know that these things were issued to people so they could take them out onto the battlefield is, is awesome. And of course, I, you know, I've acquired the gun, but no stock. <laughs> and so I immediately I asked the audience at one point, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, bluntly, like, you know, does anybody know where I can get one of these things? And of course, the Webley guy steps forward. He he comes forward and says, you know, I'll 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 find you one. And I'm thinking, wow, like to to know that um, he could find something that fast. Right? He's like the face man, right? Like honestly, I feel like, like the what? The face. Don't you remember the A team? The face man. Oh, Jesus, yeah, you yeah. go way back, right? You know, do you remember way Face. The, they, didn't the, call him, yeah. they just call him Face. The face, face. Yeah, the Face Man, right? Face, face Man. Like you're right? making up superheroes here. No, that was what it, that's, you know what, you look it up, it'll say, it'll say Face Man. That, I'm telling you right now, they shortened it to Face, <laughs> yeah. right, in the yeah, show. Yeah. But but for the people that were raised in the 80s, the A-Team was so popular. Remember, do you remember, do you, well, though, you're too young. I'm too young, you but remember, I, I you still remember, watch You remember them. the A-Team, oh, but the classic 1980s B.A. Baracus, Mr. T., a team, do you oh, remember yeah, watching uh, 100%. that? 100%. Everybody loved A team and uh, the Dukes of Hazard back back then. I think it was the, the Daisy Dukes. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that, well, they had they had all their targeted you know audience uh, ready when she came out. Uh, remember that? Like it was it was fun to watch the Dukes of Hazard back then. Got me through adolescence. You know what? It was <laughs> 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 All right, so wait, hold on. Back, back to the eighties, right? <laughs> right? Life in the eighties was actually awesome. I, you know, like I, Dave really wishes that he could go back to the eighties. You know, like if he could go back in time, he says, like, I miss the eighties. Like this is Dave. Dave. Yeah, oh, Dave. Yeah, God, really? Dave, Dave doesn't listen to anything made in, in music wise. Anything made after like 1997, 98. <laughs> he doesn't. He is. It's just really kind of funny because Dave is Dave is in his early thirties and he seems to love you know music from our era. Like the 80s and the 90s, and uh, if you ever spend any time with Dave and listen to his playlist, it's uh, it's pretty cool. He uh, it's like well, it's like going back to like Club 54. Oh God! <laughs> you know, Don't ever admit you went there uh, you again get, I, in your life. I was I, you listen. I was Italian. I went there. Right? I love that place. Right? Good God! It was you know it was good times. I'm so embarrassed. What are you talking about? I remember no, that I went there actually. Oh really? <laughs> Well, uh, all right. Okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> That's it. That's I'm it. leaving. Uh, I don't blame you, actually. <laughs> all right. Well, listen. Let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. I got to tell you, uh, thank you again, Webley guy, for uh, taking care of my uh, needs with this English. All right. That You're stock. That stock cost me a fair penny. You'd be amazed. <laughs> you could be amazed what accessories cost these oh days, folks. God, when you nuts. get into vintage stuff, like I think I think that's something I would impress upon people. Like you've got to know that, that when you you know like you when you buy the gun uh, the guns alone are collectible but the accessories that are go with them yeah like people don't understand like to have the holster to have you know the stock to have you know like the sometimes the, a bayonet yeah the things that would go along with well, rifles like that but you're talking if you want to find original not reproduction stuff yes. oh yeah yes. oh, right yeah. that's the thing like you can find a lot of that reproduction stuff anywhere oh, yeah. for a song and a dance but it's just not the same thing like if you if you have 
a K98 or, or, or C96. Or, the C96 or, yeah, stock, right? Like you want, you don't want a reproduction. You want, you want a period piece yeah. to match that that well, that firearm. Well, right? you could order, you could order Chinese, but I got to tell you, like it, it doesn't. To me, it doesn't look China. right. No. <laughs> nothing, nothing from China. China, you know, like no. <laughs> I, I, you know, I made the mistake of ordering the Chinese one, and then you know what? I saw Which? the, 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 the stock for the C ninety six broom handle, and I, I got the Chinese one. Was it made of balsa wood? Yeah, it was something like that. It was, it was, it was, it was this lighter. It was, it was, it was a lighter wood, you know. Like, and I expected it to be a bit heavier. And when I, when I got my hands on an original, finally, I was like, yeah, eight-year-old, that's eight year olds produced that for that, you, eh? <laughs> You know what? Unbelievable. <laughs> you know what? I didn't know better when I ordered that. That was that some was, time ago. That was two years ago. I know. And you know what? I've learned a lot in the last two years. You're such a bastard, eh? You can't you can't get through an entire podcast without taking a swing. <laughs> that's, that's, swing. That's, what I, that's what I have to work with, right? <laughs> On a regular always, basis. He's always swinging. You know what? He never stops. Well, you know what? You, you, you ready to wrap it up? Sure. Okay. All right. We're going to call it a night. Coach Nick, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. All right. And Webley guy. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's been a pleasure. Very welcome, as always. You know what? I can't wait to get you on another one. All right, folks. We hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and on Instagram. And as always, Canada, don't forget to shoot straight. Stay safe.